0: Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Capitalist Journey. My name is Chris Batoon and this is episode 5 where I'm going to share with you a little about my personality. So even yesterday, episode 4, I talked about my personality is an INFJ. I'm going to go a little deeper into this because I think it's super important to know me and where I come from and what kind of person I am. You know, if you didn't like me, you wouldn't be here. So I want to give you a little more information about me. It is 6.45 a.m. And again, this is another rep. I'm showing up and just letting you know that I am naturally an introvert. I don't really talk or communicate well, um, However you hear me now, whether it be a good communicator or not, I took a lot of work to get here. And I've been in front of people, in front of the camera um, quite a lot because I've done this a lot. So I've created a course on how to get to Japan. It's called Take Me to Japan Now. You can search it up. I teach people how to get to Japan. And basically, why I improved my skills in communicating and speaking is because I recorded myself hundreds of times and failed. And, you know, sometimes I I press record, I mess up, and I do it like 10 times. So this is the more raw version of me. And I'm just speaking fluently or freely. And I'm just saying whatever the F I want, because I don't want to be perfect anymore. I believe that it's impossible to speak in a perfect way. And every time I make a video, I get better at speaking. And I'm so happy about that because it's making a podcast has already been an amazing journey so far. I've gotten a lot of support from family and friends who are just interested in learning about my journey. And I'm, I'm happy that I'm, I'm sharing about my life because not many people know about it. They only see what they see on uh, my Instagram and Facebook and so forth. So I'm going to tell the world about me. I'm going to share because I know that it may help someone. And if I help someone, at least one person, I have done my job. So, this is about me, an INFJ. So, what's an advocate or an INFJ? So, an advocate is someone with the introverted, intuitive feeling and judging personality traits. They tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination. Their vision, personnel values and quiet principled version of humanism guide them in all things so here's a quote uh, they treat people as if they were what they ought to be and you help them to become what they are capable of being let me say that again I, I Kind of messed that up. Treat people as if they were what they ought to be. And you help them to become what they are capable of being. By Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. I don't even know if I said that right, but Wolfgang. Cool. Um, Advocates, INFJs may be the rarest personality type of all, but they certainly leave their mark on the world. Idealistic and principled, they aren't content to coast through life. They want to stand up and make a difference. For advocate personalities, success doesn't come from money or status but seeking fulfillment, helping others, and being a force for good in the world. So I truly resonate with this because although I don't feel rare, I, I feel really normal, but I sometimes feel different. Like sometimes uh, I talk to someone, I think we're alike, but in the end I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really different. So I think I'm weird. Like sometimes I feel uh, this sense of loneliness because I don't exactly feel that the person understands me. But sometimes, or most of the time, I understand them. Um, it's, It's this strange feeling of feeling isolated and different from everyone. But now that I'm maturing, I'm about 31 years old right now. I have come into terms with that I am different, and that I love being different. So, so there, <laughs> like it's it's just fun being me. I am starting to love myself even more. Like when I was in my early 20s, I was always advocating self love. Like I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Won't well, you love yourself? Because the world will be a better place. But now I'm truly being myself, and I'm leaning into it. Although it's easier said than done to love yourself. With that in mind, you should love yourself too. Lean into yourself, and the world will be a better place. And I truly. Want to fight for a better world. Um, This is for myself, for my wife, for my future kids. I just don't like seeing conflict. Um, I hate when people are in pain. I don't like when I see things like the Ukrainian war. Um, It makes me feel helpless because I know that this is a problem that's bigger than myself. That's something that I can't really solve directly. Um, I hate seeing people on the street and um, begging for food. And it, it, it shows that I'm empathetic, but I'm sometimes overly empathetic where someone's pain can hurt me. So I want to do whatever I can in my short life to help people. This is my mission. Um, I believe that we're here on this earth to learn and to teach and to just become better people so that the next generation can continue that that um that way of thinking, right? Um we learn and we grow. And no matter how difficult it is to communicate to your neighbor or fellow human being like they're, they're completely different and they're going to help us learn these lessons that we need to that's my belief so continuing on while they have lofty goals and ambitions advocates shouldn't be mistaken for idle dreamers so yes, I am idealistic. I've always been like this. I've always dreamt big. I, I wonder why people didn't dream big around me. I, I wondered why um, people, I understand that people do have dreams, but they're not actively pursuing it due to whatever reason. It confuses the F out of me. But people with this personality type care about integrity, and they're rarely satisfied until they've done what they know to be right. (laughs) Super true. Um, I'm not going to stop doing what I do and doing what I believe is right. And continuing on, conscientious to the core. They move through life with a clear sense of their values, and they aim never to lose sight of what truly matters. Not according to other people or society at large, but according to their own wisdom and intuition. So, this makes reading this makes me passionate because I was always the silent rebel. And whenever I heard something um, that went against my own beliefs and thoughts of fairness and altruism or Like, for example, hearing about Nazi Germany, I always think about what kind of person or how would I react to someone killing another human being because of following orders? I think I'd be the first one dead or the one leading the rebellion or in the rebellion because I really don't stand for that. I don't like when people follow blindly like sheep. And <laughs> like I'm sorry but this is going to offend some people, but I I don't like when people follow authority blindly. It really bothers me and to my core I cannot stand for this. And in more modern in a more modern way, I don't Respond to authority that that just takes advantage of people. And I know people, uh, followers, just follow it blindly to fit in or so that they don't be rejected or face a certain consequence and not be popular or whatever. Anyways, I am a silent rib- Bellious person, I don't speak up until it truly affects me. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so, continuing seeking purpose. This is the header. So, perhaps because their personality type is so uncommon, advocates tend to carry around a sense, whether conscious or not, of being different from most people. <laughs> yep with their rich inner lives and their deep abiding desire to find their purpose in life, they don't always fit in with those around them. This isn't to say that advocates can't enjoy social acceptance or close relationships, only that they sometimes feel misunderstood or at odds with the world. Fortunately, the sense of being out of step doesn't diminish advocates' commitment to making the world a better place. Advocates are troubled by injustice and they typically care about altruism than personal gain. Sorry, they care more about altruism more than personal gain. They feel called to use their strengths, including creativity, imagination, and sensitive sensitivity to uplift others and spread compassion. And this cannot be more true for me because... I followed Russell Brunson, the owner of ClickFunnels. You may have seen his uh, ads about um, sales or marketing, but I really resonated with if you've been called to serve with your skills and your experience, like you should do it, right? Like you have a God-given skill, and if you're called to serve – We should act on it. Um, I'm just summarizing here. Don't know his exact words because I can't remember them right now, but I usually go through life with a mission and purpose. So this is a quote, nothing lights up advocates like changing someone else's life for the better. And ever since my childhood, I've always felt this need to change the world, make it a better place. Some people would see it as super cringe and like it's so cliché, right? Make the world a better place. But <laughs> hey, like I've had this inner feeling of making the world a better place. I can't explain where it, I can't explain exactly where it's from. But I think my parents instilled it in me because my mom's a nurse. My dad's a sheriff. They served people. And this is what their lives were dedicated to, helping people. So I believe I inherited that from them. So thank you, parents. I love you. Um, Enjoy your Philippines trip right now because you deserve that long freaking vacation they're in the philippines for two months by the way and they're um i believe they're traveling in a place called palawan one of the most beautiful places in the world i haven't been there but if you google it you'll see the beautiful beaches and uh, the resort lifestyle that you can experience there in the philippines anyways continuing on Many advocates see helping others as their mission in life, and they're always looking for ways to step in and speak up for what is right. People with this personality type also inspire to fix society's deeper problems in the hopes that unfairness and hardship can become things of the past. At times, however, advocates may focus so intently on their ideals that they don't take adequate care of themselves, a pattern that can lead to stress and burnout. Yep. So I often, huh, yes, this is heavy. I often overexert myself to to tend to my work, other people. And I, I can say that I'm a yes man. I say yes to a lot of things. I'm learning how to say no because I need to be ultra protective of of my time if I don't do what I believe is right for me I'm gonna burn out I'm gonna run in circles and be like why aren't I moving forward and obviously it's because I can like er overexert myself and burn out doing other people's wants or what people want of me. I need to stop being a yes man and continue to be super protective of my time because this is important to fulfill my mission, to not follow what everyone wants. I know a lot of people or some people are not going to like that, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to take. I burn out easily um, if I'm around people a lot and too often. Um, I, I get super tired, right? Like if I can't go to a lot of parties, although I love parties, I love meeting people, I love communicating and um, just being out there. I love that but and I can perform if I need to. I can talk. I can connect. I'm actually a good connector. I relate to people quite well, but it takes a lot of energy because I am a deep listener. I, um, whenever I listen, I always think, "Okay, how can I help this person? What can I do to make this person stay better, and so forth?" Like you can see that. Giving energy away, I love doing that, but I can't do that too much. For example, um, we had a three-day uh, event. It was called Peak Partnership, where we connect to investors who are investing in multifamily syndications, whether it be the managing partners, or the acquisitions team, or the sponsors who help sponsor the loans to buy these properties, like I love meeting people. It excited me. It filled my cup. I was so happy. But by the end of that three day event, I was like dead, I needed a sleep like a whole day. And it was so crazy. Like one of my my buddies, Dante, he like woke up early, slept late. It was like a whole day event. Like it started at nine, ended at six. He was the first one to go, last one to leave. And I was like, dude, I am built different. (laughs) That's awesome. You do your thing. And um, yeah, just so many people were like that. Uh, But not me. I was the one that was walking in at 10 o'clock or leaving at 11 p.m. Um, There would be functions afterwards to connect more at the bar it was at the Orlando Hilton or Hilton, Orlando, Florida. And basically it was such an awesome event. I love that event. It was hosted by um, MF Capital Partners and Multifamily family Mindset uh, with Tyler Devereaux. And that was, that was amazing. But I got burnt out. <laughs> Anyways, continuing on. So connecting with others and themselves. That's a header. Advocates may be introverted, but they value deep, authentic relationships with others. Few things that these personalities as much enjoy as truly knowing another person and being known in return. Advocates enjoy meaningful conversations far more than small talk, and they tend to communicate. In a way that is warm and sensitive. The emotional honesty and insight can make a powerful impression on people around them. So I can say that I am honest to a fault. Um, sometimes I'm so honest that I can hurt other people, but I have the emotional intelligence to pull back if I step on any toes or um, come off as strong. Sometimes my honesty can be a little weird. Like, for example, um, at Peak Partnership, I was like, uh, actually, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just watch one of my Peak Partnership interviews, um, and you'll see the awkwardness, and how I ask, like, piercing questions, and yeah, some people like it. Some people don't. I just understand that I'm coming from a place of honesty, sometimes too much, and warmth. <laughs> some people don't like those, uh, those pressing personal questions. So a few close relationships, provided that they are genuine, can fill advocates' hearts to the brim. So in my past, uh, especially in Japan, I lived in Japan for five years I've started as a English teacher and then I worked, uh, into, um, business English teaching and then HR and recruiting and marketing. So in Japan I was young and I was like, I'm going to make so many friends. I'm going to like everywhere, like I'm going to make a thousand friends in my time here in Japan. And I did. I met hundreds of people, hundreds of people, including my students, um, both children and adults, and also people in clubs. I love the music scene. I went to a shit ton of clubs. I bar hopped. i have done this for five years. I've met so much people. like It's insane. But um, right now, I like a small group of friends. Um, I realized that I got tired of uh, like really superficial relationships. That was like it's. I had many friends, but it wasn't like deep. It wasn't like friendly. Sometimes they're friends to, only to your face, and they they talk a lot of shit. And basically, I didn't like that. So I changed my style of having friends. I was like, oh, maybe I should only have a, a tight group of friends that i truly trust and that i can um i can talk to on a personal level i hate small talk um i do like it when it comes to meeting other people but if my f- friends cannot talk about what's bothering them or they can't talk about more about like things that happened in the past or I want to know what drives people basically. I want to know where you're at in life, how you're how you're improving on it and what you're doing to fulfill your purpose and dreams. And I love to draw that out of people. And um if I can't be in a room where it they're only talking about sports or gaming. I love games. I come from that game, um gaming world. I locked myself in rooms and just gamed all freaking day. But I, unfortunately, I don't have that time and luxury right now. It was definitely a great part of my life, but I just don't see that as part of my mission anymore. But I did learn a lot about gaming. And I think my personality has been formed by being a gamer and I watched a lot of anime. I was a nerd and still a nerd to this day. I watch anime. And however, I think that the story of uh, the games and anime can really affect someone's personality. They can learn lessons and um, yeah. Anyways, (laughs) continuing on. I don't even know where I was going with that, but a personal mission. That's a header. Many advocates feel that their life has a unique purpose, a mission that they were put on this earth to fulfill for people with this personality type. One of the most rewarding aspects of life is seeking out this purpose. And then once they found it, striving to do it justice. When advocates encounter inequality or fairness, they rarely give up. Instead, they consult their intuition and compassion to find a solution. With their innate ability ability to balance the heart and the head, advocates are hardwired to right the wrongs of the world, no matter how big or small. These personalities just need to remember that while they're busy taking care of everyone else, they need to pause sometimes and take care of themselves as well. So please learn that about me. Yeah, this is all about sharing about myself. So you know how to interact with me. I talked about in the previous episode about how it's important to know about yourself, but also know about the people around you so that you can understand and communicate them at a high level. And I want to communicate with you on a high level because that's how I am. I, I love talking to people. I love understanding what drives them, what their personality type is. I'm an advocate of this personality test. I'm like, hey, take this. Let me know how I can talk to you. Hey, take this. Let me know how we can move forward in our business. I sent it to all of my business partners and I I know how to talk to them now. Okay, moving on. These are my strengths and weaknesses. I'm creative. Advocates aren't exactly like everyone else. And that's a wonderful thing. People with this personality type embrace their creative side, always on the lookout for opportunities to express themselves and think outside of the box. I'm insightful. These personalities know all too well that appearances can be misleading Advocates strive to move beyond superficiality and seek out the deeper truths in life. This can give them an almost uncanny ability to understand people's true motivations, feelings, and needs. I'm principled. I'm going to skip that. I'm passionate, altruistic. And these are my weaknesses. And it's important for you to know because this is me. I'm sensitive to criticism. Advocates aren't adverse to feedback. That is, unless they believe that someone is challenging their most cherished principles or values. When it comes to the issues that are near and dear to them, people with this personality type can become defensive or dismissive. You know, this me doing a podcast, me posting on social media, it welcomes criticism in any shape or form, whether it be like uh, silent, because I know there's a ton of people judging the F out of me because I'm doing this. And there's also a lot of people supporting me. However, it it's taking a lot for me as an in INFJ to come out here in public, it's like I'm I'm coming to the world naked and ready for the world to say, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> so that's just my imagination on um, me doing a podcast. But yes, I'm sensitive to criticism, but I know that even if I'm sensitive, this is fulfilling a greater purpose, and yeah, I know. That some days I will be sh- destroyed by someone saying, fuck you, Chris. You don't know what you're talking about. Get the fuck off this podcast. Stop talking. You sound boring. You're, you're so weird looking um, <laughs> and so forth. Like, oh, it's going to be tough in the future. But if this fulfills that n- mission of reaching out and helping someone I'm willing to be that person that takes the criticism I'll do any day to help someone and put down my own needs (sighs) okay that took a lot to say and (laughs) this is a segue to the next point I'm reluctant to open up Advocates value honesty and authenticity, but they're also private. They may find it difficult to open up and be vulnerable about their struggles, not wanting to burden someone else with their issues. Unfortunately, when advocates don't ask for help, they may inadvertently hold themselves back or create distance in their relationships. And as you can see, like this is hard for me. It's hard for me to talk about my troubles, especially when I'm going through them in real time. Um, I can share with you an example about this. So in Japan, I spent a lot of money and due to my poor spending habits, um, I went to the bar, treated all my friends for shots and drinks. I, went, I ate out a lot. I was so reckless with my money and I wanted um, to go on dates with uh, beautiful women. So I, I was the one that paid for dinners and stuff. <laughs> and basically, I, I got so bad at money that I couldn't pay for rent for about three months. Or I was always late. I could pay for rent eventually. I always paid my debts. But like I got kicked out of my apartment um and this is because uh the building the land the the property owner sent me a letter in japanese i didn't know what it said it said that we're kicking you out and if you don't leave out in by this date we're going to sue you so basically i didn't tell much people and i didn't ask for much help The only person I asked was um, number one, my business partner, Um, his name is Koji. And basically I asked him um, to help me kind of read the letter. I didn't ask for money, to be honest. I didn't ask anyone for money. Um, So he understood that I was in trouble and he explained it to me. I couldn't read that Japanese because that shit's hard to read. Um, kanji at a high level about like suing someone i have no idea how to read that (laughs) anyways he helped me understand that and also daniel my boy daniel he's the one that i was like hey daniel so i'm getting kicked out of my house or my apartment um do you have a place to stay that's cheap for me And I remember from previous conversations with him, um, that he, he, uh, lived in a place that was super cheap, something like $200, uh, a month. And for Japan, this is also cheap as well. It's in a share house. And I was like, Hey man, I need this place. Can you introduce me to the guy that, um, owns this property? He was like, yeah, man, um, and he connected me, and that's the only time I asked for help. Um, and the guy that helped me, his name is Haruki, and he was an older gentleman. Um, he seemed like a gangster to be honest, but, um, he, he had this, uh, house, this share house in, um, in the middle of the slums of, osaka city it was called nishinari i'm not going to say the the exact area but this is the place where there's a lot of homeless a lot of poor people and it's just not a thriving area it does have great food though i gotta say that there was an amazing indian curry restaurant there i actually really enjoyed like living here um if i didn't have to worry about anyone judging me. Um, I would love living here. Um, not for a long time, because that place was a little messy. Um, so it's it was the a share house in the middle of poor Osaka. And it was messy, it was dirty. Just imagine a shed or a house, um, hoarder house with uh, foreigners, um, a lot of people and basically um haruki really helped me out without me asking i didn't even ask he offered to help and understand now that i'm a foreigner um i didn't speak japanese well at that time um however i could speak conversationally um this person helped me in my darkest days thank you daniel thank you haruki um I really appreciate you and I hope to um, contact you soon and connect with you. I hope you're listening to this. Um, If not, then know that I appreciate you. I love you guys. You're awesome. Like This was the darkest days of my life in Japan or one of the darkest days. Not the darkest, darkest day, one of them. I have more stories. Anyways, I don't like to ask for help. It's hard for me to ask for help. And it's hard for me to open up about my problems to other people. So this is taking a lot for me, guys. And I hope you see that. I hope you see that um, I'm trying. And sometimes I trip on my words. I'm not perfect, but it segues ways to my next weakness. I'm perfectionistic. So the advocate personality type is all but defined by idealism. While this is a wonderful quality in many ways, it doesn't always leave the room for messiness of real life. Advocates might find it difficult to appreciate their jobs, living situations, or relationships if they're continually fixated on imperfections and wondering whether they should be looking for something better. So I always want to improve myself. I'm improving. I like to always uh, look for greener pastures. Um, And I like everything in my work. Like I want to do it well and I'm very strict on myself and other people. So this can rub people the wrong way. So next is avoiding the ordinary. Advocates yearn to do extraordinary things with their lives, but it's hard to achieve anything extraordinary without breaking it down into small, manageable steps. Unless they translate their dreams into everyday routines and to-do lists, advocates may struggle to turn their grand visions into reality. So I had a lot of trouble in my past. I didn't do, I didn't schedule, I didn't um, do daily steps to my goals. So being organized really helps. Um, also just making that those small actions every day, like, like this, doing a podcast every day, showing up, doing the reps. This is what I found really helpful for me to be successful, um, I'm always caught doing many, many tasks. So prioritizing each task. If you're like me, you need a list, you need a calendar, you need um, a organizer. I use uh, this thing called Notion, N-O-T-I-O-N dot S-O. It's an organizer. It's kind of like Trello or Asana. This really helps me organize my myself. I'm always writing, guys. I have like Two books in front of me. I take notes. I take one is for my notes um, for business. One is for like scratch paper notes that I need to write down to remember. But I get disorganized if I don't have a system. And yeah, this this can lead um, to my next point or weakness. I'm prone to burnout. So advocates perfectionism and reserve leave them with few options of letting off steam with people this has this personality type can exhaust themselves if they don't balance their drive to help others with necessary self-care and rest yep so um, i'm getting better at it Uh, i'm learning how to be protective of my time i'm learning how to be Uh, more caring to myself and less strict so the reason why i'm strict is because i'm strict on myself i um, i just want to do well at the best of my ability sometimes that's not possible so whenever i get tired or when i'm burnt out i get sloppy and it, it becomes like this uh this this feeling of being unsatisfied, being tired and so forth. So I need to prioritize my time, my rest. I must exercise. I must sleep enough. If I don't, then I get fucking crazy. So just watch out. If if I am out of my character or if I'm a little um, stressed out and demanding, strict and overly critical, that means I haven't had a lot of rest or I'm facing a rough patch and it's hard because I will never tell you that I am I might say that um, I might give you a really short synopsis of what I'm going through but I won't dive deep into it but yes the reason of this podcast was to know a little about me um, if you feel that you're an INFJ, good for you. Like you just learned your whole personality. If you don't know what you are, go to this website. It's called 16personalities.com based on the myers Brigg personality test. Um, the company uh, I want to give where credit is due. It's N-E-R-I-S Analytics Limited. So please uh, go to this website, learn about yourself, learn about other people. Give it to your, your mom, dad, girlfriend, boyfriend, cousin, learn about them, learn how to communicate with them and yeah, understanding them and understanding the world, it will make you a better person because you just know how to react to them. You know how to communicate with them and know thyself, friends. I'm going to advocate that know thyself and that will be your beginning of doing well in the world, doing good, and just being freaking successful because the best or the most successful people in the world know how to communicate at a high level and understand people and the world. All right, I'm gonna step off of my soapbox and I'll see you in the next episodes. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you soon. Peace out.